On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Datadog ticker DDOG. They just reported earnings and they're down about 8% after hours. On today's episode, we're going to break it down to the following. First, we're going to take a look at an overview of what the company does. Then we're going to take a quick look at their earnings, followed by their financial numbers. And I'm going to end with my thoughts. Like always, my name is Jose Naharo. By day, I'm a senior electrical engineer, but by night, I'm a self-taught investor looking for long-term investments for my portfolio. And make sure to check out the merch down below. If you're new to the channel, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up. It helps the channel out so much with the YouTube algorithms. Remember, none of this should be taken as advice as I am not a professional. And before we go any further, go down to the comments and let me know what are your thoughts on Datadog. Are you buying right now? Are you holding or are you selling? And while you're down there, you should also see a link to my Discord channel. It's free to anybody that wants to join. We have over a thousand members and I post every time I buy and sell there. Finally, you should also see a link to Webull. If you sign up following that link, we both could get a free stock. Sometimes they even do specials where we might get more than one stock. All right, so like I mentioned, today we are going to take a look at Datadog ticker DDOG is down about 8% right now sitting after hours at prices of $85.20 market cap after this drop is about $25.9 billion year-to-date returns are about 133% and right now it's about 27% down from its all-time high so it's definitely it's definitely has been a nice pullback on Datadog so let's take a quick look at what the company does so introduction Datadog is a monitoring and security platform for cloud applications so pretty much developers use it to monitor the performance of their applications and to also be able to log any type of ma- any type of errors, red flags or security issues that are coming real time in their application. And the reason this is important because it helps understand how their application reacts with maybe X amount of customers when a customer clicks something or when they're running some type of 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 process right it helps them understand if there's any major downtime any lag happening in their application and if there is it aware it it flags them and then they're allowed to fix these applications so they can run more smoothly for the user data talk pretty much is a way to be able to find out if there's any inefficiency happening with your application and if it is it tells you where that inefficiency is happening so you can correct it and make your application run faster so they have a lot of strong customers. We have like DreamWorks, Sonos, Activision, Ubisoft, DraftKings, WWE, Alamo, Samsung, Whole Foods. So they do have a backing of a lot of customers right now and a lot of big names for sure. Now let's take a quick look at the revenue breakdown. We can see most this recent quarter, which ended September 30th, they did about 155 million dollars of revenue that was up 61 percent compared to same time last year and the beat expectation by about 10 million we can see though right now is that they are still not gap profitable they had a loss uh gap earnings per share of negative five cents and this did miss earnings by about one cent non-gap earnings per share were five cents so we can see in the non-gap they are profitable One thing, let's take a quick look at some of their in-depth earnings. Like I mentioned, we had the high revenue growth, right? 61% is insane. Not many companies are doing that. Their non-GAAP operating income was about $13.8 million, and this gave them an operating margin of about 9%. 
then their gross margins did increase by about 300 basis points this quarter which means their their gross margins are about 79 percent that's pretty high and it's pretty impressive that they were able to increase that gross margins they also had a positive operating cash flow of 36 million so that and, and a free cash flow of 28.6 million that means they are producing positive cash flow from their everyday activities and also from free cash flow so even though they're not profitable right now it's good to see that they have a positive cash flow which means they're able to run their business fine as as the time progresses they also do have cash and cash equivalents of about 1.5 billion dollars at the end of this quarter this tells me that hey even though they're not profitable they do have positive cash flow and they also have plenty of cash later on in this episode we are going to take a look at their balance sheet some other stuff from this recent earnings is first as of september 30th they had about 1100 customers with average with annual reoccurring revenue of over a thousand dollars or more and this is an increase of 52 percent from 727 customers a year ago so that's strong growth some other big news that they mentioned is they are in strategic partnerships right now with microsoft and their clouding platform azure now azure customers will be able to purchase a datadog plan while using their platform very similar to google cloud they already had a partnership with google cloud now it's being extended to other other regions it's being expanded to europe middle east middle east and africa to north america and this will extend the go to market so they're adding new platforms new they're adding new customers in their google cloud platforms as well and i do believe this is pretty important right because now they don't really have to go and search for customers now customers who are using google cloud who are using microsoft Azure, which are the number two and number three largest cloud server providers right now when they're using those platforms they will see datadog right there so i do believe that's a pretty good move they're also moving in process right now to get fed ramp uh, achievement authorization for moderate impact SaaS, and they this means that it allows them to work with the government and opens another a new door for other agencies in the defense contract world and they did have one last quarter they achieved uh they achieved authorization on low impact SaaS workload right now they're looking for moderate impact SaaS workload so it's just a whole different level but it is pretty good that previously last quarter they did achieve that low impact SaaS workload and now they're in process to achieve this new one and if they do again it will continue to open up new customers in the government world in the defense contract world as well datadog also give guidance for quarter four for quarter four they expect revenue to be between 162 to 164 million and this is way better than the overall consensus which was 155 million they also gave adjusted earnings per share of about one cents to two cents versus the overall consensus of one cent so we can see their their overall guidance for quarter four is better than what analysts expected for the full year of 2020 they expect revenue to be about 588 million to 590 million and this is again higher than the consensus which was about 571 million and they have adjusted earnings per share of 17 to 18 cents versus the overall consensus of 12 cents so they're showing numbers revenue growth a lot higher than what was expected by analysts and they're also expecting to be prof non-gap profitable at the end of this year which are, are two great news and it obviously you might be like why did the stock price drop even after all these great numbers the only reason i can say is right now investors were just expecting too much and it didn't meet that expectation so that's why we're seeing a pullback but overall earnings did seem to be pretty strong 
Something that's not here but happened last earnings, they acquired a acquisition of Undefined Labs in August. And this acquisition was, I think, a, a smart move for Datadog. And they used, I, I believe it was a, a pretty much all stock deal, which again was another great move because in August, this company's stock price was almost at all time highs. Um, so it was a great move for them to not burn cash and be able to acquire such a great company. And Undefined Labs just allows Datadog to be in the process of, of the beginning of when one is creating an application. Like I mentioned earlier, Datadog kind of does like monitoring when the, once the application is working. But now with Undefined Labs, it's able to do this monitoring before the application goes live. And this is definitely a great move. It, it, it works well with the type of products they're releasing. Next, I want to take a look at some technical analysis for Datadog. As a long-term investor that I am, long-term um, technicals is not one of my things to look at in, in my checklist. If it is, it's usually at the bottom. When starting an initial investment in a company, this is I, I don't look at technicals. But when adding into a position, technicals is something I don't mind looking at. I, I look to see if things are not overextended. The first thing I see is Datadog, obviously, with all this pullback, is not overextended. And here we can take a look at volume profile. And most of the volume is coming between the prices of between $80 and $90. So that's what we're seeing, a, a lot of volume. And that tells me around those levels, we're going to see a strong support for Datadog. And after hours, it's sitting in the midpoint of that. It's sitting at about $85, $86. So it's telling me that's where a lot of volume happened. That's where a lot of people bought this stock. So that's where we're going to see strong support. And before we go down any further, you should also see a link down there for 7investing.com where every month they recommend seven stocks for only $17 a month. If you use my link or promo code Jose, J-O-S-E, you get $10 off your first month. May I say, yes, this is an affiliate program, but I use their services and would recommend it to anyone. Next, I want to take a look at future growth for Datadog. Datadog is expected to grow 26.1% on average annually for the next three years. That is a hyper growth stock. Anything growing over 15% is what I consider super growth. So this is 26.1%. We can see this huge chart of revenue just increasing, increasing. This company is not expected to be gap profitable anytime soon, but we did see earlier, right, that they are non-gap profitable right now. So that might be something investors are, are weighing that, hey, non-gap is going to be okay as long as non-gap, they are profitable right now. I want to take a look at historical growth as well. Like I mentioned, this most recent earnings was 61%, did we say? The earnings before that was 68% compared to the same time last year. And, and the past three quarters before that, they were growing revenue over 80%. So this is definitely a high growth stock um, looking at it. Next thing I want to take a look at is their gross margins. Their gross margins are very high, almost at 79%. This quarter here was also 79%. So we're seeing that this company does have gross margins. Another thing I'm seeing with Datadog is... Their profits are actually improving as time progresses. We can see these profit margins are getting a lot better. We did see this quarter they weren't gap profitable. So I don't think for the year they will be gap profitable. But at, but we are seeing that there is improvement. So that's another plus for them. Next, let's take a look at the balance sheet. Balance sheet, quick off the thing. We can see cash and cash equivalents and marketable securities are about $1.5 billion compared to about 700 800 million dollars so it increased by two times compared to the beginning of the of their fiscal year which ended december 31st of 2019 
And a lot of that cash actually came because they did do, they did do a second offering of senior notes. And this senior notes was about $567 million. That's where we see a huge amount of cash. So Datadog definitely has a strong balance sheet right now. Um, we can definitely see that here. And it's not a company I would worry about, even though they're not profitable right now with this strong balance sheet is something that I, I wouldn't mind investing in. Next, I want to take a look at their cash flow. So we can see as revenue is increasing, so is their cash flow from operations. That's great news. And similar with their free cash flow. So if they have positive cash flow from operations, it means their everyday business is at least providing positive cash flow. And that's what you want to see. It means that they're able to run their business at the moment. And we're seeing this improvement in operating cash flow margins. And we're seeing the improvement of free cash flow margins. So now we're coming up to the end. And we're seeing Datadog right now has a very high forward price to sales ratio for the end of two years from now. And they'll have a forward price to sales ratio of about 36.32. Now with this about 10% drop, it'll probably be closer to like 32. Um, 32, but that's still pretty high. Look at this. In March of 2020, so just a few months ago, actually this is February, price to sales ratio was 15.35. So it has definitely jumped dramatically compared to where it's at. It did peak around somewhere around 50 or 60. That was definitely pretty high there. Um, so let's talk about, and we can see, right, they are expected to be gap, non-gap profitable at the end of this year and to continue to improve as the years progress. So now let me take a look at some of my thoughts and what I like about Datadog. The first thing I like about Datadog is they have strong revenue growth. This quarter saw 61.4%. And for the next year, for the next years, it's expected an average annual growth of 26.1. So it's a hyper growth. Next, we're seeing gross margins improvement now high 79%. They have positive cash flow from operations and, ca and positive free cash flow when we're taking a look at trailing 12 months. They also have plenty of uh, plenty of cash to pretty much pay off their total liability. So strong balance sheet. They have strong consumer base, right? We saw DraftKings in there. We saw Activision. We saw Whole Foods. So they they have a strong bit um, consumer customer base right now. They're non-gap profitable, and they are making strong acquisitions as well as we saw with that undefined labs. What I don't like, my main thing about Datadog is obviously their valuation. We can see forward price to sales ratio is still pretty high, in my opinion, even after that drop. But that doesn't really deter me. If, let's say, I wanted to get exposure into Datadog, even with this valuation, I would enter with a small position to get skin in the game. If I already had, if I had already a heavy position, I don't think I would add on. But if, let's say, I wanted to increase my position, again, I would do very similar as overall as if I didn't have a position where I would add small positions right now, especially with this pullback. At the end, every investor has their own risk tolerance, and it all depends on your timeline, your risk tolerance, and everything else. But at the end of the day, I do believe their quarters, I, I think their quarters did pretty well. They had strong results. And it's not one that I don't I, I don't mind holding data talk for some time. And I actually might debate if I should add on a small position as the weeks progress. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, make sure to hit the thumbs up, make sure to subscribe and let me know what your thoughts were.